Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I've had lots and lots and lots of changes going on in my life in the past couple of days, truly. That's all it's been. Uh, and I want to share with you all a little bit about what's been going on. I've shared a little bit on Instagram, and I know I promised to share more on the podcast. I've had a lot of you asking questions, so I'm going to give you all the details. Uh, so if you haven't already seen on my Instagram, I moved again. Uh, I am still in Miami for everyone asking. I am in love with Miami. It still feels like the right place for me. I knew it was the right place because when I went to Denver to visit family, I was actively missing Miami. And that is new for me because typically I'm one who likes to bounce around. I haven't settled down in one place for a very long time. And, you know, I've only been here not even two months at this point. Uh, But it's big for me to feel this in love with a location. So really excited about that. And I've been in the process of manifesting a place to live. So I scripted out exactly what I was looking for. I had, you know, the kinds of tile I wanted, the kinds of view I wanted. I really focused a lot on the view and how the apartment felt. So I always script out my big manifestations and manifesting places to live, places to stay, hotels, Airbnbs, apartments has always been the thing that I'm best at. I don't know why. I'm just really good at it. It always shows up and it always comes at the very last minute, right before I think there's no hope and I settle for something else. Exactly what I'm looking for or something better always shows up. And I think it's because I just have this sincere sense of surrender where I'm open to throwing myself deeply into the limbo, into the space of the unknown, into the space of not having somewhere to live, not having a plan, knowing that I am always supported and guided by something much greater than me. So even when I'm in this limbo of, oh my gosh, I have nowhere to live, but I'm not willing to settle for A, B, and C because I don't meet my expectations, I still know that I'm supported, that I'm held, that the solution not only already exists, but is already mine. If I'm able to surrender and let go of control of the plan and how I thought things should play out. So in the past week or so, so actually let me rewind a little bit more. Moved to Miami, found a beautiful apartment. Uh, I shared a little bit about this in the previous podcast. You might have heard this. Got to the apartment, was way too small, not what the pictures looked like, wasn't well lit. I need to have natural lighting. That is a non-negotiable for me, for my work. If I don't have natural lighting, I don't feel inspired. So uh, ended that contract three weeks early, lost money on it, but still decided, nope, I am deserving of the kind of space I'm actually looking for. So found a beautiful, beautiful apartment after that. 
the exact view I had of my vision board overlooking uh, the Miami Bay. Absolutely gorgeous. We lived there for a month. And what we began to find, and when I see we, it's me and my best friend, my roommate, Halai, who uh, we are currently roommates. So what we found in this apartment was the view was stunning. 32nd floor of water views, city views, unbelievable, watching the sunsets. But what we began to find was the apartment looked nice when we looked at it, but things weren't functioning the way they were supposed to. There was mold in the bathroom. The dishwasher broke down. The dryer broke down. Uh, the sink drains weren't working. It was just one after another every single day. You know, the AC made a weird noise. There was always something that needed to be fixed. And it was so frustrating because our um, landlord, because we were renting, was taking his sweet time fixing everything. And the reason that I am currently renting is because I'm trying to feel out Miami and see if it's a place that I want to invest in properties in because I really want to um, buy next year. So Right now, testing out monthly rentals, checking out different areas in Miami, making sure it's the right place for me before I commit to anything. So we're in this monthly rental and we had already decided to extend for another month, potentially three months after that. So we think that we have a place to live for the next month. It is the last day of the month. We think we're good. We text our landlord and we're like, hey, um, this, 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 and this is broken. We need to have it fixed uh, if we're going to extend to the next month. And basically... He says something along the lines of, uh, well, maybe it's best that we end our contract now, a.k.a. he wasn't willing to fix anything that was wrong in the apartment. Uh, this was extremely frustrating because obviously I am not going to live somewhere where everything is not functioning properly. But at the same time, that meant that we were homeless because we were supposed to move out uh, in less than 48 hours that we had like a day and a half before we had to be out of the apartment with all of our things. We have so much stuff. It doesn't even fit into my car, right? We have, you know, furniture and mirrors and we've accumulated all of these things that we need to live. So cue internal freak out, right? I like immediately freaked out, had immediate anxiety, worried about what I'm going to do. I'm going to be homeless. Oh my gosh, we have to move out of here. What am I going to do? Because what we could have done is begged him to let us stay. Say, hey, actually, don't worry about fixing this stuff. You know, we'll just stay with the broken dishwasher and the messed up air conditioning and the mold. Like, I could have done that. Uh, that would have been the safe route. Like, this is a beautiful apartment, beautiful view. I could live my life with some things not functioning. I'll just bleach the mold myself and um, not worry about the other stuff. I don't need the dishwasher. I don't need the AC. But I'm not willing to settle. And so instead of settling decided to throw myself into the wildly uncomfortable space of not knowing of how am I, how in the world am I going to find a furnished, because I'm renting only furnished places right now, a furnished month to month rental. I'm not willing to leave this neighborhood I'm in right now because I love the location. I'm right next to Giant Park. I have water views. How am I going to find a furnished month to month rental, modern apartment with views of the water next to the same park? with 24 hour notice. We had been searching for apartments to move into. We have such a strict list of what we're looking for that it's been very difficult to find it because almost nothing fits into my list of what I'm looking for and I'm not willing to settle. So we've already been looking for other options, have found nothing. And so I was like, what am I gonna do? How are we gonna find something in 24 hours? And in the midst of having a little mini freak out, I reminded myself that the solution is already here. I always remind myself that every door that closes is simply a redirection. Trust 
the redirection. Sometimes the universe has higher standards for your life than you have for your own life. And sometimes that means if you're not going to take action to switch, you're going to be forced into it. And so I was trying to stay in my current apartment, not realizing that there was something better out there for me. Because yes, that apartment had a lot of things that I desired, but I wasn't dreaming big enough. There was something more beautiful out there for me, more homey, more luxurious with a more beautiful view. So we have 24 hours to find somewhere to live, frantically look for something, find a posting that was just posted that day, go visit it hours later, realize it's the apartment literally out of my dreams. It's gorgeous, better than I've ever imagined. It had everything, plus more. It had everything my old apartment had, but more. It was more modern, more luxurious, more homey. And it had, you guys, if you know me, you know that I'm obsessed with baths. Um, my home that I stayed in last year, I literally convinced myself to stay there because of the bath. Obsessed with baths. Everywhere I go, I manifest amazing bathtubs. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's to take a luxurious bath. So, uh, of course, I walk into the bathroom in the master bedroom and there's this giant Roman bathtub. It is gorgeous. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is a bathtub that's literally, I'm looking at my vision board right now. It's a bathtub of my computer and I have like five different baths on my vision board. And this is one of the bath styles that I have on my vision board. So the apartment that showed up was way better than the one I was trying to cling to. But it meant being in this space of limbo, of not knowing, of confusion. But in that space, I was able to lean on my faith. And I always say this, like fear isn't going to go away, but it's your job to cultivate faith that is larger than your fear. Because when you do that, you literally shift your energy. You shift onto a timeline where the solution is already there for you. And so in the midst of feeling anxious about somewhere to live, I reminded myself, wait, there's a reason this is happening. I'm just being redirected. There is somewhere better. If there wasn't a better apartment waiting for me, this wouldn't have happened. The universe was literally kicking my butt out of that place. I was forced out of it. And so whenever things like this happen in my life, I know if I surrender to it, something amazing, something magical is about to show up. Even though I don't know what it is or how it could show up, it doesn't seem realistic, doesn't seem logical, doesn't seem possible. If I had asked anyone for advice, which I've now learned not to do, they would have told me that it's impossible to find what you're looking for, Kristen. You're going to have to lower your standards. So walk into this apartment. It's beautiful. It's everything I'm looking for. We signed the lease for it. And it was funny because that morning when I found out that we officially had to move out, I was sitting at a coffee shop working and I was having this moment. My initial gut response was, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? We have to move. I have to find somewhere. I'm going to be homeless. And then I reminded myself, no, I'm okay. The home is already here. I envisioned myself feeling excited about walking into my new home. And I said out loud to myself, the home is already here. Thank you, universe. And then I looked up out of the window of the coffee shop. And across the street, there was, uh, it was like a truck or a billboard or something with a phone number. And the last three numbers were 777. And right above the 777, it said moving with a question mark. It was like part of one of the billboards or the ad on the truck. I don't remember. And in that moment, I just was like, you've got to be kidding me. It was a direct sign from the universe. Of course, see, seeing angel numbers, which make me feel so loved. It feels like a hug from the universe, personally. Seeing the angel number 777 literally below the sign that said moving, the word moving. It was the universe saying, hey, Kristen, chill out. I've got this. You are held. You are supported. You are guided. 
And that helped me to feel into the energy of this house is already mine. This home already exists for me. In fact, I don't even need to do that much. It's going to show up. And I didn't need to do that much. It was the first place I found and the only place I visited. And within three hours of seeing the angel numbers, I manifested it. And I'm sitting in it right now recording this. And it is 10 times better, like I said, than the previous place that I was staying in. And this only manifested because I trusted in the midst of everything going wrong. That even though it seemed like things were going wrong, they were actually going right. The universe is rearranging everything in my life to make space for what I was worthy of. And I said this before and I'll say it again. Sometimes the universe has higher standards for your life than you have for your own life. But you have to be willing to surrender the way you think things need to go. Because if I could have had it my way, my life wouldn't be half as amazing as it is right now. For most of my life. If I could have always had things my way. I wouldn't be living the life I'm living right now. My life would be good. But I wouldn't know the capacity of joy and abundance and fulfillment that was actually possible for me. Because that higher level of living that is almost like not even possible for us to imagine because we've never lived it. It's still our birthright and the universe will attempt to push us there into that higher level of of living. But it's going to feel uncomfortable because it means letting go of wherever you are now. And letting go of wherever you are now, not knowing where you're going, is terrifying. It takes courage, it takes compassion, and it takes a willingness to lean into faith, blind faith. And that's how almost everything in my life has manifested, by me having a willingness to lean on blind faith and trust that even when I can't see where things are going, there's a plan. Just because I don't have a plan doesn't mean the universe doesn't have one for me. And so this apartment that we moved into actually had a higher price point than the other one. And the other price point was just my level of comfort, right? It was just what I wanted to pay. I manifested exactly what I intended to pay. Now, this place was quite a bit higher than the price point I had felt comfortable paying before. And um, it's almost like I was pushed into making this choice because it was either this or settle for somewhere that wasn't up to my standards. And it stretched me. <laughs> this price point stretched me so much. It made me feel uncomfortable. I brought up old money feels. But in the midst of that, I had the opportunity to work through all of the feels and all of the money fears that it brought up. And if you're not stretching yourself, you're not growing. And so I was stretched by the universe. The universe was like, you know what? Of course, you could have manifested exactly what you wanted at whatever price point you wanted because you are that powerful. But I'm going to give you this price point because I want you to expand. Because if you want to be able to receive more, you need to step into the embodiment of someone who knows that they are going to receive more. And so the version of me who knows I'm going to receive more abundance is open and ready and willing and grateful and excited about letting go and sending money out into the economy, knowing that it's coming back. And so every time I have an abundance up level in my life, it requires me to let go of larger amounts of money than I ever have felt comfortable with before. And now when I look back to like three years ago, that was like $600. That was terrifying for me, but it stretched me. And after that, it was $1,000 and that stretched me. Then it became 10, then it became 20. Uh, you know, so every time I learn to spend money in a loving way, it stretches me. 
And sometimes you have to make financial investments or commitments that stretch you, that scare you, that are the embodiment of the new, richer version of you to step into that version of you. And I have this deep belief that when I make decisions that are in alignment with my highest joy, my highest excitement, and my highest vision for my life, I am deeply supported. And that money always comes back multiplied. And so it is and so it does. Not only do I believe that, but I act upon it. And when the universe sends me a situation or opportunity to expand myself and my money beliefs, I step into it. Even when it's scary. Because I know there's no getting to that next level of abundance without showing up there first. You can't sit around and wait for whatever you want to come to you. You need to show up in your life as if it's already yours. That means taking action as if it's already yours. So I'm not telling you if you're used to spending, you know, $300 on rent to leave your apartment and go get one for $10,000 a month. What I am saying is, You need to expand and stretch yourself slowly, like an elastic band. You slowly stretch it. And eventually, where you started is going to seem normal, like no problem. The amount of money that you used to feel comfortable spending. Like when I look back three years ago, and that's how you know that you've raised your energetic capacity for receiving money. The amounts that now feel normal, no big deal. It's because you've expanded your capacity to receive that amount of money. That has become your new norm because your new norm is no longer that level of scarcity. It's a higher level of abundance. And if you want to expand that capacity, sometimes that means taking that scary action, saying, you know what? I am fully supported when I follow my dreams. I am fully supported when I follow my highest excitement. I am fully supported when I put myself and my desires first. Period. So the price stretched me, it expanded me, but it also initiated me into the next level of abundance because you can't hold on to all your money with both hands and expect to receive more. When you are terrified of letting go of money, when you hoard it, you're sending out this message to the universe that, hey, I don't believe this money is coming back if I let go of it. There's not enough money, so I'm going to hoard it so that I feel like I have enough. The universe sees that and hears that and it's like, all right, as you wish. You believe there's not enough money. I'm going to make sure your reality continues to reflect that. Your reality will always reflect to you what you believe to be true. Otherwise, we would go to crazy. If our reality was always reflecting to us things that we knew to not be true, we would go insane. Your reality will always reflect to you what you know to be true subconsciously. So your actions are reflecting your subconscious belief that there's never enough money. Your reality will also continue to reflect that over and over and over. So what actions... Or what beliefs your actions about money send the universe? What is the energy you're putting out? And in the beginning of my journey, that looked like spending $1,000 on my first manifestation coach. That looked like tipping double at when I would buy coffee or at restaurants. It meant stretching myself past the capacity of what felt comfortable and leaning on faith. Leaning on faith and having faith that was larger than my fear. My vision has always been larger than my fear. And you can have a vision of the life you want, but if you don't act on it, it's not going to show up. And people look at my life and they're like, you're so lucky you're living such a, such a beautiful, amazing life. You're so lucky. I'm like, yeah, well, it wasn't luck. It was clear intention combined with a ton of inner work 
to match the energetic frequency of my intention and aligned action that has always been and always will be terrifying. And this is the part people miss. They're really good at setting clear intentions. Sometimes they're really good at even doing the inner work and hiring a coach, getting support, but they're not good at taking the action. But when you take action, as you've always taken action, you're going to get what you've always gotten. You have to take action that is in alignment with the life you actually desire rather than the life that you're used to living. And so that means it's going to feel uncomfortable because when you take action with the life you desire, it means you're taking the kinds of actions that you have not yet taken in your life. Because the kinds of actions and decision-making processes you're used to have manifested you the life you have now and it's not going to get you where you want to be. So it's always going to feel uncomfortable taking action based on where you actually desire to be. But you have to ask yourself, if that life was already mine, if I knew I couldn't fail, what would I do? And for me in this moment, it meant, you know what? If I want that life, if I know I'm worthy of it, it means saying yes to this expansion. Saying yes to the stretch. Saying yes to the universe is cracking me open. Letting all of my fears and limiting beliefs about money that are still there spill out. To be felt, to be healed, to be transmuted. Because, you know, every level, there's more and more and more to be worked through. You know, there will never be at a stage in my life where I don't have limiting beliefs or fears to work through. I think people tend to have this illusion that once you've done enough inner work, it goes away. Um... I teach about money and I still have money fears and limiting beliefs around money. The difference is I am quick to work through them, to feel them, to heal them, to transmute them, to reframe them and to act on the belief that I desire to believe. And so I know that when I have money fears show up, it's not a sign that I'm moving backward. It's an initiation to move forward at a higher level. If I'm able to face it with conscious intention Lean into it, feel it, heal it, transmute it, reframe it, take action. And remember that intuition makes sense after the fact. You know, I walked into this place and it felt right. There was the gut instinct that it felt right. My whole body felt expanded and it didn't make sense, right? It doesn't always make sense, but it's not supposed to. If you're waiting for your intuition to make sense before you take action, you'll be waiting your whole life. Intuition is that, that gut instinct, that message from the universe, from your higher self, realigning you with the highest path of least resistance to get where you want to go. But sometimes it doesn't fit into the logical, realistic um, sense that we're used to in our lives. You know, for example, when my intuition said, move to Bali, move to Miami, move to Kauai, move apartments, choose this one, choose this one. It's not supposed to make sense. It's supposed to feel right. And whenever someone asks me, like, Kristen, how do you know the difference between intuition and ego? Or how do you make difficult choices? My advice is always stop thinking and start feeling. Same with money decisions, right? My decision to say yes to uh, a higher monthly rent than I've ever paid in my entire life, that stretched me a ton, wasn't based on logic wasn't based on what feels realistic or safe because if that was it, I would have picked something else. It was based on what felt right in my body because if I asked people around me for advice, they would have told me, no, don't do that. That's not logical, Kristen. Society would tell me to do the opposite, but I actually pride myself in 
consistently taking action that does not align with what society would tell me to do. So stop making your pro and cons lists. Stop thinking with your brain and feel with your body, feel with your heart. When you know, you know. But oftentimes what your intuition is telling you, you don't want to hear because it's scary. It requires you to stretch yourself, to expand yourself, to step into a new version of yourself that doesn't feel comfortable yet. But that's what it takes to change your life. I've done this over and over and over in my life. I remember investing in my first one-on-one coach who changed my entire reality. Uh, That was like probably a year and a half now or maybe even two years ago. Wow, time goes fast. But I remember talking to her on the phone, thinking it'd be a few thousand dollars to commit. I made a few... Um, some money in my business. So I was all confident, like, yeah, I'm ready to hire a coach. I got this. Like I have a few thousand dollars in the bank account. I can do it. And she tells me the price. My intuition already told me it was a yes before she told me the price. And it was $11,000. And I had $11,000 in my checking account, which I had saved for my first few months launching my business. And I was terrified and everything, (laughs) everything in me screamed, Kristen, don't do this. It's stupid. It's not logical. It's not realistic. But I had already decided from the beginning of my journey that I'm not doing things in a logical, realistic way because I don't want a logical, realistic life. I want one of those lives that is completely unrealistic, magical, full of adventure, the one that people are like, how did she do that? And that's not going to happen by making logical, realistic choices. And when my gut instinct says yes, I ignore all other voices and I go for it. So I remember saying yes in that moment and being terrified. And it happened to me again a few minutes later. Went to hire a coach. It was 20000 I had 21k in my checking account. But every single time, the money came back, multiplied, 10 times over. And I wouldn't be where I am if I hadn't trusted my gut instinct, if I hadn't trusted my intuition. I wouldn't be where I am now if I had depended on pro and cons lists or thinking my way through. If you want to learn to trust your intuition, get out of your head and into your heart. Stop thinking your way to the decision and feel your way there. And it's okay if it feels scary, but does it feel exciting? Does it feel expansive in your body? That's what actually matters. And it's funny because um, I think I mentioned in another episode how I accidentally manifested the view in my last apartment by watching someone's Instagram stories who lives in Miami. And I did the same thing this time because I remember watching um, this, there's this girl that I follow who lives in Miami. I was watching her stories because I like to get um, like Miami recommendations from watching people's stories who live here. And she keeps posting stories of her in this beautiful bathtub. And I remember looking at that bath like, wow, that is the only thing my life is missing right now. (laughs) Okay, not the only thing, but it's something that I deeply desire. I'm so jealous of that bathtub. And I just sitting there in my jealousy like, whoa, Kristen, you're jealous right now. Where is this jealousy coming from? And I realized a part of me was like, didn't feel like I could do it. It's like I didn't feel like I could manifest everything I desired. I know this is common. Many of us experience this. We feel jealousy when we feel like someone has something we want, but we're not worthy of it. And something even as small as a bathtub, I was feeling jealous. And I was like, Kristen, you're worthy of that bathtub as well. Just because you don't have it right now doesn't mean you can't manifest it. And I remember shifting my energy into gratitude that the universe showed me an example of exactly what I wanted and exactly what was on its way to me. Because if something is in your vortex, if you're seeing it in your life, it means you're an energetic match for it. It means you can attract it. So all those people you're jealous of, the things they have in their lives, they're already yours. 
You can attract all of that stuff. That's why it's showing up in your reality. If you can shift into that gratitude for it. So I shifted into that state of uh, gratitude and excitement for her that she had that experience at this beautiful, beautiful apartment with a beautiful bathtub. I had forgotten that I even did this. It took me like two minutes, just shifting from jealousy to gratitude. And what do you know, a week later, I walk into the bathroom and in the master bedroom here, and it's the exact same bathtub, the Roman style bathtub. And I literally laughed out loud at myself. Uh, because sometimes I forget how powerful I am. I think it's really easy for us as humans to forget how much power we have. You have so much power within you to manifest anything that you desire. It simply takes your belief and your willingness to work through the discomfort of navigating the emotions it takes to get to that state of believing you can have it. So next time you see someone that makes you jealous of what they have, remember the universe is sending you, sending you an example to expand your belief in what's possible for you. And if you're seeing it, it's already coming for you. And the way you respond to the jealousy that you're feeling dictates what you continue to manifest. And same goes with money. The way you respond to being asked to expand and stretch or spend or invest, the way you respond dictates your future relationship and what you continue to attract in the realm of finances in your life. And the more you practice this, the deeper you lean on faith, the more the universe will collapse timelines for you. You know, in the past, it would take me a month to find somewhere to live. This time I did it in three hours. Timelines begin to collapse as you practice more and more leaning into faith, leaning into the unknown and surrendering to the limbo of not knowing where things are going. The messiness, because it feels messy, but that's okay. We also tend to have this belief that my life shouldn't be messy. That it should always feel good. We should always know where we're going. But what if you just simply let go of that belief? You don't need that. What if life was allowed to be and feel and look messy? What if that was okay? What if it was the universe just rearranging things? And the vision that comes to mind when they explain this is imagine a puzzle. Imagine a puzzle was put together, but it was put together all wrong and it didn't look very nice, but it was put together. And, uh, and then you pick the puzzle up and you drop it and all of the pieces fall apart and it looks like a giant freaking mess. But it's actually an opportunity to put all, to put all the pieces back together in a new and more beautiful way. But you could have never done that if you didn't create the mess first. You can't rearrange the puzzle without having the chaos of all of the pieces being mixed together. Where it seems like there's no pattern, no plan, no organization. It's just a mess of thousands of little puzzle pieces. But that's sometimes what it takes to rearrange your life in the ways that you were asking the universe to. So if your life right now is the messy puzzle, the chaotic mess, Understand is just a redirection. It's an opportunity to rearrange the pieces of the puzzle, to create the masterpiece that you are intending and asking for. But if you're resisting the mess, you're like, no, 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 my life can't look like this. And you shove the puzzle pieces under the bed because you want your life to look like it's not a mess. You want it to feel like you have everything together. You're simply keeping yourself in limbo. You're not allowing yourself to have the magical opportunity of putting all the pieces together, letting them fall into place in the new and more beautiful way. So if you're in the midst of the mess, are you hiding the mess? Are you pushing it away? Are you resisting it? Because it will persist if you resist it. No one's going to put those pieces together for you. Or are you allowing the mess to be a mess? Are you allowing it to stay a mess for a while if it needs to? Because that puzzle isn't going to be put together overnight. 
But if you can sit with the tension of the mess and allow it to be there without judging it and without needing it to change or to go away, that is the hot spot. That's the magical place where everything happens. The place of allowing the present moment to be exactly what it is without needing to change it. Allow the mess. The mess is okay. You're allowed to feel messy. Life is allowed to feel messy. And just know that when it feels messy, things are rearranging. The universe is making space for things that are even better than what you could ever imagine. But if you want them to show up, if you want to collapse the timelines and allow them to come faster, the key is to surrender to exactly what is, as it is. Surrendering and allowing it to feel like a mess while also taking the aligned action with the future that you desire. Surrender, aligned action, and a willingness to feel the feels. Nothing can be healed, transmuted, quantum shifted if you don't allow yourself to feel whatever is present. And that podcast took a little bit of a turn. It went all over the place. I kind of started recording without a direct plan of action. Uh, But I think it was important. I think we were meant to talk about money mindset a little bit and up-leveling and stretching yourself and expanding yourself. And I'm in a season of my life of expanding and I'm being expanded and stretched in so many areas of life right now. And it feels very uncomfortable, but it also feels exciting because I know on the other side of the stretching of the expansion is the peace and the joy and the abundance and everything I've intended. So if you're there right now, I feel you, you've got this. And if you're looking for support, my Blissful Abundance Academy is open for enrollment. If you want to learn all of my manifestation secrets, how I've manifested the life of my dreams, how I've continuously up-leveled my life, manifested a multiple six-figure business, um, living in luxury villas all over the world, traveling, uh, changing thousands of lives, it didn't happen by accident. It happened because I mastered my internal world and I mastered manifestation. And I want to teach you to do the same. So if you are interested, the link is in the show notes to apply. Make sure you connect with me on Instagram at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore. Send me a DM. I love it when you tag me in the podcast on Instagram. It always makes my day. And um, it would mean the world if you could write me an honest review on iTunes. It helps us to reach more viewers. And it just means so much to me when you take the timeline of your day to do that. I deeply appreciate every single one of you. And I hope that you are having a beautiful day wherever you are in the world and I'm sending you lots of love. Mm-hmm.